There was that phone call. <coughs> okay. Mamale, that level of light that is different in all of the worlds, like those levels of powers of your soul which are clothed in your body and are different in all different parts of your body, right? There's more sophisticated powers of the soul and less sophisticated powers of the soul. More sophisticated powers of the soul, like intellect, sight, less sophisticated powers of the soul, like movement. All right? Doesn't mean it's not sophisticated, but it's certainly much less sophisticated than... <coughs> than intellect, meaning there's higher and lower levels relative to those powers of the soul. Right? Whereas we mentioned, and I'd like you to remind me because I over Shabbos I, we forbringed a lot and I forgot everything. So so um, that's not really what happened, but uh, you know whatever. But um, w- w- so give me an example of a power of the soul that is not higher or lower, but rather found in all of the body equally. A muscle for seviv. Will. Will, you fair. Right? You move your hand because you want to. You move your big toe because you want to. You think about a deep idea in chassidus because you want to. It's all the same. Right? The mamale is completely different. Intellect is completely different than, 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 uh, than movement. But the rutzen, the makif, it's all the same. Right? So will is a power of the soul that isn't clothed in any particular part of the body. It expresses itself equally in all parts of the body. Oh, another example, tainug, right? Pleasure, right? The three, the three heads of the crown, the gimel rashi, the keser, the three heads of keser, keser being makif, that's which is above chokhmah, right? Or rotzen, tainug, pleasure, and amuna, right? Three different levels of, of keser. Tainuk, pleasure, also something that you experience in different parts of the body. You can experience emotional pleasure, you can experience uh, spiritual pleasure, you can experience intellectual pleasure, physical pleasure. Right? You're walking in a, 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 a trail in the mountains and your feet are hot and you reach a stream and you take off your boots and you put your feet in a nice cold stream. There's very few things that's as pleasant as that. Incredibly pleasurable. It was my smelly feet. Well, okay, say yes. Your smelly feet can also experience pleasure, just like your brain can experience pleasure when it comes across an idea that it finds pleasant. Goes, wow, what an amazing idea. Okay. Also a makif. But right now again, the Rebbe is explaining mamala. So there will be different levels of light in all of the worlds: higher worlds, lower worlds. That corresponds to the higher levels, again, in the martial, higher powers of the soul, lower powers of the soul. Kiyadua, now the Rebbe is going to mention explicitly the four worlds, which we haven't run into yet. Right? We've talked about them, but we haven't, we haven't actually seen them in the mind. Kiyadua, Hefrish, Bedalad, Elamis. As is known, the difference in the four worlds. Dechsiv, it says, Kol hanikre b'shmi v'lichvedi barasiv yatsartiv. Afasitiv. Right? Kol... All that is called in my name and in my glory, Barasif, I created it, Elam Abriya, the world of creation, Yitzartiv, I formed it, Elam Yitzira, Afasitiv, I even made it. Interesting the difference between Yitzartiv and Af, that word Af, even. I see, I even made it because, of course, Elam Asiyah, what's unique about Elam Asiyah relative to the other three worlds? Even though you only see two of them explicitly here, the Rebbe will explain where Tzilis is in that posse. What's, what's unique about Elam Haza? Okay, angels might do something. I don't know. We call it Elam Asiyah, right, the world of action. What's unique about that world? It's a colony. Ah, physicality, exactly. It's met- the other worlds are metaphysical worlds. <coughs> the, only, the only world of physical existence is this world. Right? There are upper worlds of metaphysical existence. What lives there? Malachim live there. Right? Souls live there. Souls that spend some time in this world. Souls that spent some time in this world and then left this world, where are they now? They're either in Elam or in what's called Ganeid and Tachtain, or they're in Elam Abriya, in Ganeid and Elyon, two different levels of Ganeid. <coughs> right? 
Most souls start in Yetzirah and move their way up. Right? How do they move their way up? Well, a lot of their movement is based on what's happening down here with their, their children, their grandchildren, all sorts of good things that they're doing that are elevating the soul up there. Right? The Rebbe once wrote a letter to a woman who had lost her husband in a war here, and, and, and she was having a very hard time dealing with that, obviously also with children. And, uh, and the Rebbe told her that, that you have to relate to it as if your husband is in another country far away. And he, he can't get in touch with you, but you can send him letters, you can send him gifts, and everything you send him reaches him. And he's very happy to get it. He just can't let you know. That's where your husband is. Such a place. Every mitzvah you do in this world elevates him. It's like a gift for him. Every kaddish you say, everything you do elevates that, that person, helps that person, is good for that person. So where are those people? They're in a place called Elam Yitzir and Elam Abriya. What are they doing there? They're having a very good time. One moment there is greater. We mentioned this last week. One moment there, Chazal say, fourth chapter of Avis, which we'll get to in two weeks. Gimel Tammuz. We'll read it on Gimel Tammuz. There you go. That'll be a nice thing to read on Gimel Tammuz. Right? That the Gimel Tammuz is here Shabbos. So, so that the one moment of Elam Haba is greater than all of the pleasure possible in this world. <coughs> and the way that's understood by Chazal is not only, by the Mepharshim, is not only all the pleasure that, that a particular person can experience. All the pleasure that could possibly be experienced in 6,000 years of this world's history, one moment of Elam Haba is equal to all of that pleasure. Intellectual, physical, spiritual, whatever, whatever pleasure you might experience in this world. Emotional. Right? Well, sounds good. Yeah, it's evidently incredibly pleasure. <laughs> One moment of pleasure in the world to come is greater than all of this world. One moment of connecting to God in this world is much more powerful than any connection you will ever experience in that world. Right? That's explained in Tanya. So there, there are three of the four worlds. Now, Bishmi Chvedi is going to refer to Atzilas, and the Rebbe will explain why. Barasiv, Yetzartiv, Afasitiv. Where else do you make mention of these worlds every day? You probably already did today, if you said morning brachas. Right? It's tahor, it's pure, meaning it comes from Elam Atzilus. Atabarasa, you created it, it went through Elam Abriya. Tayetzarta, you formed it, went through Elam Yitzira. Tanafachta B, you blew it into me down here in Elam Asiya. Say it every day. Okay, what are those four worlds? Is there a pen over there? So I don't have to reach back. Yeah, that's right. Quickly, those worlds. I'm going to write them. Talked about, we talked about those worlds on Thursday. There's one thing we left out. We didn't talk about Atzilus in terms of our mushal. Find something in here that's a mushal for Elam Abriya. That's Elam Abriya? Nope. Water bottles. That water bottle. Or this, this the Hananya's cup is even better because it's much clearer. Right? A clear vessel allows you to see very clearly what's in it, okay? Or and Kli, light and vessel. Light is the godly energy that gives the thing existence. Kli is 
the particular expression of that existence in the context of this particular object, if you're talking about physicality or being, if you're talking about an angel. Okay, Mayor and I had a conversation after class on Thursday and, and, and uh, he was supposed to remind me of something, but he forgot. It's all right. You didn't exercise enough. Exercise adds to your memory, they say. It helps your memory if you exercise. It's just hard to remember to exercise. So there you go. Um, it, when we talk about Urs and Kalim, just because so, sometimes people turn it into something a little too physical, it's not that the Kli is there and the light comes down into the Kli. Where did the Kli come from? <laughs> Those two states of reality relate to, and this is this is more understood based on the mimer we 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 learned, you know, b- before the summer program. The, the, those two states of reality come into existence, so to speak, simultaneously. Meaning, as the aura emanates down, it expresses itself through a particular kli. Right? It's not that when we talk about physical light, so this kli is here. Turn off the light, so the kli is still here. We turn on the light. There's a crummy kli. Nice, it's got a better kli. Coffee with milk, but a better kli, right? The the kli is you're not using this kli to the greatest of its potential. So so the the light that comes and reflects off this thing and lets you see red. So that light is independent of the kli, right? And the kli, if you were to turn off all the lights, the kli is still here because that light doesn't give this kli existence. That light just allows you to see the kli, right? And to see particularly the red of the kli. Right? Okay. When we talk about godly light and godly vessels, what we're talking we're talking about the, the creation of something. So, so to speak, the light and the vessel emanate downward together. The light being the essential energy, the godly energy, the kli being the way in which that energy expresses itself specifically within the context of this this unique created being. Okay, but it, it's not that there's a you know there's that there's a, a deer hanging out with no vitality, and then all of a sudden godly light comes into the deer, and now he has vitality. That's ridiculous. The every aspect of that deer is a function of the fact that godly light is 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 expressed within the context of that unique, particular, finite, and limited expression called deer, or possum. Possum for a long time, right? okay, right? That's how that's how light and kalim work. The kli is also elokus, as what we learned in the previous mime, okay. But in the in the four worlds, so what, what does a kli do? A kli is the is that which allows for the light to express itself in a particular and unique way. The reality you perceive is based on the kalim in that world. Were you to move to Elam HaYetzira, you would experience reality differently. You'd experience reality like Eli's bottle. <coughs> right? We'll, we'll t- start with this world. In this world, we, t- we talked about it last time. In this world, we experience reality like this. We can't see through the external vessel to see the godly light that's vitalizing it. This is hiding what's in it. Right? So we perceive reality that way in this world. We perceive external reality and we were very, very, very powerfully influenced by it and taken by it and often seduced by it because we think that that's what really is. Well, it is, but what it, it's really not. What really is is the godly energy vitalizing it. Okay, just like what's this? Well, really, I mean, this is very cute with the white dot on it, but I mean, what's, this is, what is this, water? This is water, right? Why is he carrying this around? Because he wants water. He doesn't want this. This happens to be a useful thing to carry around that stuff that he's really interested in, which is the water. Right? And if I were to and if and if Shia were to say to me, gee, I'm really thirsty, and I handed them this, what would I say? Here, have some metal water. metal tin cup. No, have some water. Well, I'm going to spill it all over the place. Mm-hmm. Am I spilling it all over the place? No. If I open this, will I spill it all over the place? No. I just, oh, I open like this, I'll spill it all over the place. Also, no. I, okay, this is amazing. Okay? Elamazza <laughs> is really just unbelievable, right? So what is this? It's water. I'm glad it's not soda. It's water. That's what it is. I, but what? The external clee hides what's in it, and that's a mushal, that's a parable for this world. The external clee hides the godly energy, bringing everything into existence. Okay. 
But that's what's supposed to be in this world, meaning we're supposed to fight through that concealment. Right? Going up, we did this on Thursday, that orange bottle over there. The Kli colors that which is in it, but doesn't conceal it completely. In other words, there's a little more what we call yeshus in the Kli. A little, uh, well, less than this. This thing has such yeshus, all it says is, I exist. All this thing is interested in you knowing about is how pretty it is. It doesn't even let you know what's in it. Right? Okay? It says, I am green with a white dot and some bizarre symbol of idol worship on my side. Right? Something like that. Right? That's what it says. Okay? That's all it says. It, 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 it's not interested. And now, it's true. Obviously, whoever made it, made it to hold something. But the Kli itself... No, it's just telling you how cool it is. Okay, Ellie's bottle is a little less focused on self, but there's still enough self that it has its own color, so to speak. It wants you to. It colors everything with its own sense of self, but it doesn't con- conceal it. All right. The Hananiah's cup, Yuru's bottle. So those two things are much better. Right? Why? In terms of our marshal. They let me see clearly what's in it, without what's, what's, what, what's there, without coloring it in any way, shape, or form with its own yeshus, its own separate identity. Simply says, I am water. And if it were orange juice, you'd see that here, that it's tea with milk. Is that a lower level or higher level than coffee with milk? I don't know, it's a machlekes <laughs> I honestly can't say anything, because my mother drinks tea with milk, so I'm... I'm, I'm it's, English. it's English, it's English, it's an English thing. My grandmother was born in Poland, and on her way to Canada, ended up spending some time in England. I don't know exactly how long. I mean, you know, not a month, it's some time. And always considered herself English, and spoke English with this interesting mixture of Polish and English accent. And was, you know, she was English. <laughs> She was a pole, like all the rest of us, but you know. <coughs> so those cups are a marshal for Eilema Bria, a world where the Kli does not hide the light. Right? Okay? <coughs> yeah? We're not talking about the light of these worlds. All we're talking about is the Kalim. This is a marshal only for the difference in the Kalim, the vessels of these worlds. So Elam Hazer looks like that. Doesn't let you know what it really is. Elam Abriya, completely clear. But the bottle's still not water. It's not a water bottle. <laughs> it's a plastic bottle that allows you to see the water in it. So the Kli is still not creator, it's created that allows you to see the creator in it, so to speak, the creative energy of HaKadosh Baruch Hu in it. It doesn't hide the creator. It doesn't say, I'm not created. Physical reality doesn't say, I'm not created. Physical reality says, I'm here. It's me. Nothing else can be where I am. Won't let, Yeshus, will not let me into its space at all. This cup and this phone are taking up two completely different places in space and they will not allow either one to take up the space, though in a different place in time they can have the same space. Not the same place in time. Same place in time, same place in space, doesn't exist here. Why? No bittle whatsoever, no self-nullification whatsoever. I have my space. You can't be there. It's me. That's physical reality. That's what it's all about. Very powerful expression of self. Can we see through that? Hopefully, that's what Afraid is all about. That's what this mime is all about. Okay, but that's that, that's the lowest of the four worlds. <coughs> What's Atsilus? Atsilus is a world of godliness. It is not created, it's creator. Atsilus is the home of the ten spheres. There are Kalim there. What are the Kalim? The ten spheres. 
In other words, there's ten different expressions of godly reality. Because what does a kli do? Well, we've talked about this at great length. What does a kli do? It allows for godliness to express itself in differentiated ways. That's what a kli is all about. In Atsilus, there are ten different kalim to express godly reality, not created reality. Atsilus isn't created, it's creator. The, the, the transition from Malchus of Etzilus, the lowest level of Etzilus, into Elam Habriya, the highest level of Elam Habriya, that's what you and I call Briya Yeshmiyayan, the creation of something from nothing. Creatio ex nihilo, if you don't understand Hebrew, if you understand that, so fine. Right? Creation of something from nothing. What does that mean? Something physical from nothing physical. Something not godly from godliness. An angel. An angel is a created thing. If you talk to the angel and ask him about himself, he's not interested in talking about himself. All he's interested in is talking about God. Because all he sees himself is as a clee to reveal godliness. So if you ask him about himself, he doesn't have a lot to say. Ask him about God, he has a lot to say. What does Rabbi Vichlin love to say down here? Right? Ask a person about themselves, they can talk for hours about themselves. Ask them about God, how much have they got to say? How long will the conversation be? What have they got to say? Well, I guess it depends what they've put in their head. If they have a lot of godly thoughts in their head, they'll have what to say. If not, be assured for bringing. God's big, okay. L'chaim. God's big. Good. That'll sort of be the end of the Fabrengan. I mean, we'll have a lot to say. The Nagunam will be good. Okay. So, what's Elamatsilis? What's a muscle for Elamatsilis? We did Bria, we did Yasira, we did Asiya. Elamatsilis, it took us a very long time, Rabbi Levering and I, for bringed about this for years. Two years we were bothered. Once at one point we had like a cartoon coffee cup, you know, like the whole cup is coffee and as you drink the whole thing disappears. But the muscle that the, the muscle for Silas is an ice cup. What's ice? H2O. What's water? H2O. Oh. Same. Yeah. But one's in a state of one's in a solid state, so to speak. One's in a liquid state. The same H2O can also be steam, right? But it's water. Our muscle is water, right? Because we've got water here. That's our muscle for, for godly light. Okay. So Tzilis is like an ice cup. The cup and the water, it's all elokus. It's all God. It's all H2O in the muscle. In the nimshal, in the analog, it's all elokus. It's all God. The Kli, what's the Kli? Ten spheres. It's just different expressions of godly reality. There's no created reality in Eilam Atzilus. There's no sense of separateness whatsoever. In Eilam Abriya, in the world of creation, there's a sense of separateness. That sense of separateness, which you and I call Yesh, is bottle. It's nullified. But it's there. There's an angel that's not God. All he cares about is the Kodesh Baruch That's all he cares about. That's all he's interested in. He's completely bottle. His, 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 um, what do they call it? No. His, his agenda is to get you to connect to Elokus. If you run into an angel, what's he interested in? That you should think the angel's a cool guy? No, the angel couldn't care less about what you think whether the angel's a cool guy. And all the angel wants to do is to reveal God to you. That's his agenda. He's completely and totally bottled to that. Okay. Atsilus? But, 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 but there's an angel. He's a created being. What does he look like? Haven't got a clue. We know what he doesn't look like. He doesn't look like something with a bunch of wings and halos and, you know, whatever. And he, the the, the, the Ram, Rambam describes angels as separate intelligences. Imagine what intellect looks without a body, without a brain. What does that look like? I don't know. What does intellect look like? <laughs> That's an angel. Okay. Atsilus is not that. Atsilus is not a created being. Atsilus is a level of godly reality. A Kodesh Baruch Hu, so to speak, preparing himself to be the creator. It's all him, though. But interesting enough, what exists there? 
10 different levels of Elokus. What does that mean? God's not one? No, God's one. Don't be silly. It's just that there's that, that oneness is expressed. All of the different aspects of that oneness are expressed as if they are different. But they're not really different. So they're all included one in the other. They're in a state of absolute incorporation one in the other. God's so one that he can reveal himself as ten and he's still one. Are the angels in a Silas? No. He's not like a type? Was a type? Not really, no. Meaning... It, 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 in order to understand it, first understand it, no. Right? You'll run into something that might say yes, but then you have to understand that in the context of yeah. Tzilis, right? So no, I meaning the, the created angel, no. Tzilis is a world of creator, not created. Right? Creation, created reality begins in Elam the world of creation. So what's the muscle for the Kli of Atzilus? The Kli is exactly the same as the R. It's all the same. It's all H2O, so to speak, in the muscle. Just there's H2O in ice and there's H2O in water. So ice, you can sculpt, you could do all sorts of things to ice. You can make an ice hotel. Okay. Okay, let's go back to the Rebbe's words and the Mimer and we'll understand them hopefully better. Shehem, they are that pasuk. Kolonikri b'shmi v'lichvedi, barasiv yatsati v'afasitiv. Shehem dalad elam isabia. They are the four worlds at silus bria yitzira asia. That acronym will be found in many many places, often without the aleph, just elam isbia, because those three are grouped together. It's going to happen later in the mimer. Bezeh. Now the syntax of the following sentence is completely and totally the opposite of anything you would ever say in English, but that's all right. Bezehaor, in this, well, first we'll just translate it literally and then we'll turn it into English syntax. Bezehaor, in this the light, Eina Kemeshu is not like it is in Atsilas, Kemeshu as it is in the three lower worlds, Briyatsirasiya. Okay, in other words, the light as it is in Atsilas is not at all like the light as it is in Bia. Okay? Now, the, in our mushal, all we were talking about is the kalim, the vessels, because that's revealed reality. What a world looks like, the world looks like it looks because of the kalim in that world. What are the kalim? Again, the kalim, that's the aspect of godliness that is allowing for this thing to, to exp- this level of godliness to express itself in a, in a particular and unique way. Okay, so in Elam Abriya, what do things look like? Well, angels. That's what, that's what lives in Elam Abriya. Right? I mean, that's what Elam Abriya is. It's not like there's this place, Elam Abriya, and angels live in it. They are Elam Abriya, just like you and I are Elam Hazet. To find this world, well, it's a, you know, a, a ball, and it's hurtling through space, and it's got trees, and, and there's people in it. No, there are people in it. It's like there's not trees in it. Trees are part of it, and people are part of it, and lions are part of it. That's part of the definition of this world, right? That's what's in this world. Okay. So what's in Elam Abriya? What is Elam Abriya? Elam Abriya is angels. What does that look like? I don't know. I've got a clue what metaphysical reality looks like. Right. Closest we can come to metaphysical reality in terms of experiencing is experiencing a thought. Thoughts don't weigh anything and they don't take up any space. Right. What does it look like? What does a thought look like? I have them, but I have no clue what a thought looks like. I know what an apple looks like, but I don't know what a thought looks like. Though we experience thoughts. Okay, they're not physical. Though the thoughts we experience are physical to the extent that we can only think about physical reality. And if we want to think about some reality beyond physical reality, we use physical parables for that. It's called or kalim, light, vessels. We use those physical things to help us understand metaphysical reality. We don't have any words to describe metaphysical reality in its own terms because you and I don't know what metaphysical reality looks like. Just like we don't have a word to describe infinite. It's just not finite because we don't experience infinite. We experience finite. That's all we can describe. Something that isn't finite, well, I don't know what it is. I just know what it isn't. It's not finite. Okay, what is it? Tell me what it is. I don't know. I'm not there. 
go hang out with someone who hangs out in infinite reality. It's going to be hard to find them there, but but go, you know, see if you can find them. They could describe that reality, or you would experience that reality. What's that experience? I haven't got a clue. I know what it's not. It's not at all like the experience you and I have. Because we experience finite, very, very powerfully. Infinite? I've got a clue. What's the clea? The clea is that which allows the infinite light to express itself in a finite form, a limited form, a specific form. That's what the clea is. Okay, and the kalim in all of the worlds are different, just like the light in all of the worlds is different, just like the light of intellect is different than the light of movement. It's a much more sophisticated light, so the clea of intellect is a much more sophisticated clea, and it corresponds very much in your being to Eilamatzilus, the source of it all, intellect. Consciousness. Tatsilus, now the Rebbe is going to explain Tatsilus a little bit. Tatsilus, who bebechinas gilui ahelim. Tatsilus is the bechina, the quality of gilui, the revelation of helim, that which was hidden. So, what does I mean, that which was hidden? Okay, so maybe we can understand that. What is it that allows something to be revealed? We've talked about it many times. What is the means for revealing something? A short little word. Kli. Kli, right? Okay. So, light, before it's clothed in a kli, it's not that the light isn't there. You just can't see it. It's in a state of helim. Right? What was an example we brought on Thursday for such a thing? Light in space. Right. The light in space between the sun and the moon. Bediuk. Okay, sunlight is traveling through space from the, from the sun all the way to the moon. When you look to the right of the moon or to the left of the moon, you, but, but the right is obviously more important. You look to the right of the moon, you see darkness. Well, actually, it might be the left, depending on where the sun is, because sometimes the sun's on the left, right? But what you, when you look on the, on the side of the moon that that light is coming from and move away from the moon, you will experience darkness. That area is absolutely full of light. How do you know? Well, how did the sunlight get to the moon without going through that space? That space is in between the sun and the moon. All right? But since it's above the atmosphere and there's no clee, there's no vessels to allow for the revelation of that light, so then you don't see the light. doesn't mean it's not there. You just don't see it. As soon as the moon moves there, you'll see the light. Were a satellite to fly through that, you would see a little, you know, I mean, if you could see it, right? You would see, you would see, uh, you would see some light. Maybe look like a falling star or something, right? Okay. There's light there. It's full of light. Unbelievable amounts of light. As powerful as the light that's out there. Just no atmosphere to allow you to see it. Okay, fine. Very easily understood. That a kli is what allows you to see the light. It's not that the light's not there. Okay, so in atzilus, what does atzilus allow you to see? The kalim of atzilus allow you to see, meaning bring in, well, not you and I, but bring into revealed reality all these different aspects of godly reality. That God contains chokhma, bina, das, chesed, gvura, tiferes, netzer, choyd, yusoyd, malchus, the ten spheres. That God, all these different aspects of reality, wisdom, understanding, knowledge, chesed, infinite outreach, gvura, power, all of these, all of these different aspects of reality exist in Elokus, exist in God. What allows for them to be revealed? Kalim. Where are those Kalim come? Where, where is the first expression of those Kalim? Elam Atzilus. So what happens in that world? That's the home address for the ten spheres. That's where the ten spheres hang out. Are there ten spheres in every world? Yes, but the home address for ten spheres, Eilam Atzilus. That's what's revealed in that world. What was until that point in a state of infinite light, therefore concealed. All of those different aspects of godliness that were in the infinite light, they were just concealed in the infinite light. What reveals the red in the light that's flying around this room? This, this clee reveals the red. What does the light look like over here? Sort of amorphous oneness, right? Has no, no, no characteristics whatsoever. What are you talking about? 
all of these colors are in there. Everything you see, it's all in that light. How do you know? Well, the Kalim reveal it. Eilamatzilis is the place where all those different aspects of godliness come into a state of revelation. Doesn't mean they're not there. They're just there in a state of inf- infinity. They leave that state of infinity and come into a state, it's not exactly finite, but some state of limited reality. Vatsilus, Miloshen Etzloi Vesamuch, next to him, close to him. Right? That's one of the explanations of the word Atsilus. Next, it's, so to speak, close to God. I mean, it is God. Vechein Pedish Atsilus, and this is the normal translation, the, the more usual translation of Atsilus. Emanation. Usually, Atsilus is translated in English books as the world of emanation. That's Hatsola. Hafrasha means something that comes out of something else, which it emanates from. Tatsilus, im say that Allah, it's not Ama Aretz. Im say even though it is Bechinus Oilam, it's a world. And what does a world mean? What is the, what's the root of the word world? Helam, concealment. The word olam comes from the root to conceal. So even Atsilas is a place of concealment. What's being concealed in Atsilas? And we talked about this in, in Vedaita Moskva at length. What's concealed when the light comes? On one level, and as we said, on one level, the Kli allows for the light to be revealed. On the other hand, the Kli conceals the light. What does it conceal and what does it reveal? I don't know what that means. Meaning, those are that you're right, but I don't know what that means. That's you know, I can throw those words out too. But what does that mean? Conceals unity. This looks pretty unif- un- un- unified red. Well, on this side, I never noticed that on that side. I didn't know it was there. Time I'm showing you guys a cup that has black and all sorts of stuff in it. <laughs> all I see is the red on this side. That's what I see. Okay. okay. What we learned it in in, in Vyadaita Moscow. What does the Kli reveal? A specific aspect of light. What does it hide? The infinite aspect of light. What does this reveal? There's red. In physical, this is a marshal, right? But the, the God created the world, so you and I can understand these things. And there's this stuff called physical light, which is a, un, incredible, incredibly useful in understanding absolute reality. All right, okay. So, so th- th- this light, what, what is the light shining on this reveal? Or, I'm sorry, the other way around. What does this reveal? That there is red in light. There are red photons in the light floating around in this room. That's what's revealed by this. What does it hide? Every other color. Right? That light that's in this room can express itself in an infinite amount of shades of color. Right? That's the way light works. It's pretty cool. It's in the light. Right? The light has in it all of those shades of color. There isn't any color that can't be expressed by that by what you and I experience as physical light. Right? Even just you know, the simplest expression of light, as opposed to, you know, X-rays and gamma rays and all these other... What, what do we have? What, what are these called? Anybody know? Come on, am I... What, it's a physicist here. With the light that you and I experience, what kind of ray is that? What is it? Visible light. Visible light, that's all it's called? It has no, no, no fancy name? So gamma rays is some other level of... high energy light. High energy light. And, and X... Okay. And, okay. Okay. But this is called physical... Visible light. They didn't give it some fancy name that the rest of us couldn't understand until we learned and then we'd feel intelligent? Okay, say that. Vis- visible light. I'll send a letter. Okay, we'll send a letter to the U.S. patent office. We're going to patent a name. We'll make up some name and, you know, we'll call it something and then who knows. We could even start, maybe we'll, we'll make a podcast based on our new name for visible light. We'll become famous. Ben Shapiro and us will be, you know, the podcast kings. Jordan Peterson, look out. Okay, so, so what's, what's this doing? It's revealing the red in light, right? Okay, but that light can express, the visible light can express itself in, in an infinite amount of colors, right? But this is hiding all of them except one. Right, that's what a Kli does. So in Atsilas, what's revealed? Chesed, well, now, 
Chesed doesn't exactly hide Gevura when you experience the revelation of Chesed because that revelation is a revelation of Chesed that contains within it all the other ten spheres because they exist in a state of absolute unity so they're incorporated in each other and so you can talk even though you're experiencing Chesed you can experience Gevura Shibba Chesed the Gevura of Chesed which is when you count Sphira, right? You've mentioned that. Right, the seven midas and how each mida contains all seven midas, etc. So it's not a state of, of, of separation and differentiation completely. Okay, but basically, what happens in 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 Atzilus? Gilu Yehelim, the revelation of that which was heretofore hidden. Even though it's a it's a world, meaning it's a place of concealment. Because after all, it conceals infin- infinity and allows you to experience some sort of, let's call it relatively finite expression of godly reality. It's not really finite, it's still the Ebishta, right? Aval, but in general, it's still a world of godliness. It's the Ebishta, it's Kodesh Baruch. Mashain Kain Bria, that's not the case of Bria. Elama Bria is a completely different state of reality. Why? Shuhu Yesh It is the beginning of existence in the quality of Yesh, something that has some sort of independent existence, Miayan, from something that is not independent, that is just godly. Atzilus is referred to as Ayin, relative to Elam Abriya, which is Yesh. What does Yesh mean? Simply created. Right? Now, the more Yesh a person, a, a, a being experiences, the more it experiences its own existence, and the less it experiences its creator's existence. That's why down here, the Yesh is extremely thick. And when we talk about a person who's a big yesh, as opposed to a person who's bottle, in Hasidic terms, what does that mean? A person who's a big yesh, when he walks in the room, what's his agenda? That the people in the room should think he's a cool guy, funny guy, athletic guy, intelligent guy, humor, you know, it depends on what the people in the room are into. Artistic guy, it depends. What room did he walk into? He walked into a room of actors, okay, so then that he is a great actor or very well versed in film, film, right, whatever it happens to be, right? He, he's, all he's interested in is what those people think of him. That's his agenda. They should think that he's something special. That's his agenda when he walks in the room. That's called a yesh, right? And again, every room's different. Now, he's not necessarily going to make a lot of... If he's smart, he walks in the room and he's quiet. Right? Doesn't even say anything because he's, he's got a long-term agenda. He doesn't want to make them think that he's great in the first 15 minutes because they won't. They'll think he's just a loudmouth. He's, he's, he's got a plan how they're going to think he's really a great guy. And they're going to think he's a great guy and they're going to be amazed at how humble he is because he didn't go and tell everybody how great a guy he is right away. So he's even better. He's great and humble simultaneously. Wow, what an amazing guy. That's his agenda when he walks in the room. That's called Yeshus. What's someone who's bottle? What's his agenda when he walks in the room? He's interested in, if he can, he's interested in giving the people in that room more of an awareness of godliness, something positive. He's not interested in what they think about him. He's interested in what they think about something more important than him. That's his agenda. Okay. Now, interesting enough, they're probably going to have to think he's a good guy in order to have anything to do with him. In order for him to be able to be, be successful in giving over some sort of positive message in that room, right? so they're probably going to have to think he's a good guy. Okay, so you better be careful about that. Better not let that go to his head. You could lose sight pretty quickly of what the real agenda is. They have to like him. They think he's a weirdo. They're not going to, I mean, it doesn't matter whether he's got the most amazing ideas imaginable that, that will save everybody in the room there. He's a weirdo out of here. Okay, so there's got to be someone who can somehow connect to the people in the room. Okay, but he's got to make sure, he himself has to make sure that he's not stuck on that, that he's stuck on, wait a minute, 
there's, you know, we're here to do something. We're here to reveal a lakus in Elam Hazar. How can I do that in this situation? Me might not be able to. Maybe not today, but you know, just got a job in a new place. Okay, what's he going to do? Start going around with a baseball bat and hitting everybody over the head and telling them how God is great? I don't know whether that's the way to do it. Right? Probably just be a mensch and be a, a caring, kind, warm, solid citizen. Probably people will think that that has something to do with the fact that you have a yarmulke on your head and weird strings coming out of your pants. And they might start asking questions about that. And you might even be able to give them certain insights into reality that they didn't have before. But it's going to take a while, right? You know, it's not the first day you walk into work, you're going to be able to change the whole place. Over time, you could make a tremendous impression on the people in the place. And that's the agenda. In a positive way, not a you know, negative agenda. You no, know, positive agenda. To, to make a, have a positive influence on the environment that you find yourself in. That's someone who's bottled. As opposed to having a positive influence on the environment that everybody should think, I'm great. That's a yesh. And obviously there's you know, many levels in between those two extremes. A world of yesh? I am a great looking hydro flask. A world of bittel? This is chesed, this is gvura, this is ferris. That's ilus. State of absolute bittel. It's called bittel b'metzias. Its existence is an existence of bittel, of nullification. Not that it isn't there. It's just interested in revealing something else. What does Atzilus reveal? Completely and totally. Godliness. It's what it is. Mashen kein bria. That which is not the case of bria. Fifth line. We read it already. We'll read it again. That's the beginning of reality in the context of yesh, created reality, miayin. Up there in bria. That agenda that we talked about is not in any way, shape, or form self-focused. The agenda of the angel is to reveal elokus. The angel is a yesh, but it's bottle. And in Hasidus, you'll run into two different levels of bitl. Bitl yesh and bitl b'metzias. Bitl yesh is, there is a yesh, there is a separate existence, but it's bottle, meaning it's, it's focused on godliness. That's the level you and I are striving to reach. Then there's a level called bitl b'metzias, that the thing is essentially bitl. That's tzaddikim. Tzaddikim are on that level. They, they're barely aware of their own existence. Only to the extent that they have a job to do in Elamazu. Most of that job rel- relates to you and I. Helping you and I do our job. Vezeu, and this is what it, why it says in the Pasek, Kol hanikra b'shmi v'lechvedi. Relative to Atzilus, it didn't mention Atzilus. It mentioned Bria, Yitzira, Asiya, but the Pasuk in the first line doesn't mention Elam Atzilus. Why not? All that is called in my name and my glory or my honor. My name, my honor. That's a level that's still completely connected. It's one with me. It's me. All right, Elam Atzilus is the Ebrister. It's God. Shekaya Elam Atzilus. Which is relevant to Eilam Atzilus. Shu Eilam Hayichud, oneness, vis kalalus, incorporation. Sha'or Sham, that the light there, betachlis agilui, is completely revealed, even more powerfully than the revelation of Hananya's cup. Because Hananya's cup, there's still a cup that's holding the, the, the tea that's not tea and has nothing to do with tea, it's antithetical to tea. Whereas in Atzilus, what's the cup? The cup is frozen tea. It's all the same. It's complete and total revelation. Even the kli, it's, com- it's absolutely obvious that the kli is also elokus. And Atzilus is, is, uh, is what we're supposed to understand. Ultimately, what we're, to, we're, what we're trying to do is come bring about a, a sensitivity in our own consciousness that that's what we perceive in Elam Hazah also, that, that the Kli is not in any way, shape, or form concealing godliness, it's simply revealing godliness, is what we learned at great length in the previous mind. So Kalim do, they reveal. In order to reveal, it has to conceal. Okay, but ultimately, it's about revelation, not concealment. 
And if we develop that, that consciousness, so then Eilam Hazah, this world is a completely different place. Turned on the lights. Sha'or sham batachli zagilui, that the light there is in a state of absolute revelation. De'ena de'ma klal, that's not similar at all. Lekameshu be'elam azbiya. Eilam atzilus is qualitatively completely different than the other three worlds. Because it's a world of godliness. It's not a created reality. It's a creator reality. <coughs> That's why even though we talk about four worlds, we generally talk about Atzilus and Eilam Bia. The worlds of Briya Tzirasi. Because those are the three different levels of creation. Those le- in those worlds, there's all sorts of different levels, obviously. But basically, those are the three different levels of creation. A world where godliness is completely and totally revealed, still in a created world, where it's very powerfully b- revealed, but less so. That's Elim Yitzira. And a world where, naturally, without any education and without any work, godliness is completely conceived. Elim Hazen. A person can go through this world without developing any sensitivity to the godliness around them in any way, shape, or form. They are much more sensitive to the difference between Cabernet Sauvignon and Merlot. That they've developed the sensitivity to. They worked on that. They went to wine tasting parties so they could taste the difference between a Cabernet Sauvignon and a Merlot. Cabernet Savignon and a Merlot, right? That's, that's what it's called in Alabama, right? Mm, this is good, Cabernet Savignon here. Yeah. Give me some of that Merlot. Okay. Moved to New Orleans, man. Get some culture. Okay, right? Just down the block. So, so, right? So, so there are people who develop that sensitivity. Okay. Uh, they'll be able to tell the difference between this single malt, this single malt, and this single malt. That's bigger than wine now. We'll find more people like that than wine these days. Single malt, that's where it's at if you're cool. Okay. And there's people who work on developing a sensitivity to godliness in the world and will realize that this is a place that's less powerfully revealing godliness, and this is a place that's more powerfully, or this is an a, a, a action that I can do that is more powerfully connected to godliness, and this is an action I can do that's less connected, or perhaps even disconnected, and they're sensitive to that. Same way a person who tastes whiskey and works at it can become sensitive to the difference between a 15-year-old this and a 17-year-old this, and, you know, and the ones that taste like dirt. The peat moss, the single malts. Mmm, yummy. Mmm, dirt. Yay, what a delicious taste. I love dirt. Just go in the garden and eat dirt. Why spend $150? Put dirt in your scotch. Why spend $150 on a bottle? Just put a little dirt in your scotch. It'll taste like dirt. No, no, no. Peat moss. Mmm, yummy. Mamish got these people by the nose. Can sell almost anything to anybody. Mmm, this is a nice taste of dirt. <laughs> Just don't say that, or they'll think you're a, a you know, complete plebeian. Mm-hmm. These worlds, completely different. Three more minutes. <coughs> and in those worlds, in those worlds, in the worlds of Bia, there are very great levels, like we just, difference of levels, like we just talked about. Bagili Ardes, right? In the revelation of light, like we just said, Eilam is completely different than Eilam Hazen. Eilam you do not have to, have to in any way, shape, or form work on being sensitive to Elokus. It's like working, in Eilam it's as natural to be sensitive to godliness as it's natural to like chocolate in Eilam Hazen. Very few people have to sit and be misbeinen to develop a taste for chocolate. Right? It just, naturally, we find that a very pleasant experience. That's just the way physical reality works. We don't have to work on liking chocolate. Right? You know, all of you will experience, Bezrat Hashem, many times the, the wonderful, you know, watch your child eat chocolate the first time. The first time you give chocolate to a, to a kid. They're just a riot. They start drooling like crazy. It comes out both sides of their mouth, this brown drool, right? Because it's just like they're blown away by this taste. Like, wow, what is that? 
right? Oh yeah, you had, to, you had to sit and educate them for a while to appreciate that. No, that's just naturally what tastes good in Elam Hazah. You want to develop a taste in your child to appreciate something? Look, they should taste elokus. Tamuru kitoyvavaya. Right, David Melech says, taste and see that God is good. You have to learn how to taste it. Right? Because otherwise, chocolate pudding tastes a lot better than tefillin. It's no comparison. Okay. In Elam Abriya, chocolate pudding. The angel look at you like you're off your rocker. Go away. Chocolate pudding. Fair. Down here, mmm, yummy. Because that's the nature of this world. These worlds are all different. There's <coughs> Like it says, why, why are we talking about different worlds? Well, obviously, they're different states of reality. However, everything we've discussed today and, and Thursday, all of that, this is where we'll stop, but we made it to where we had to make it. All of that, everything we've been talking about, these different levels of reality, that's all in the level of light that vitalizes the worlds, in the context of the light that fills the worlds, like we were talking about, different levels of powers of the soul, soul, soul powers that fill your body, so to speak, Sight is clothed in your eyes. Intellect is clothed in your brain. The power of intellect doesn't come from the brain. It comes from the soul. Because when the soul leaves the body, the brain doesn't think. Right? The brain is the clee for the expression of the power of the soul called intellect. The eyes are the expression of the power of the soul called sight. When your soul leaves your body, your eyes don't see, because eyes don't see. Souls see. What do souls use to see in this world? Eyes. And obviously the optical center of the brain and all that. Okay. That's, that's, the, that's the way Eris and Kalim work. That's called mamale kolamim. Light that fills, so too relative to existence itself. <coughs> There's light... There's godly energy that acts in the context of filling the worlds, energizing the worlds from within, so to speak. And it's differentiated in every world, completely different, completely different in, in a, every different level of reality. And the, the, the way you and I define different levels of reality is, is based on the difference between how revealed or, not, or, or lacking in revelation is that or mamale. Elam Abriya, it's completely revealed. Elam Haza, it's almost completely concealed, naturally. Okay. It's the nature of the world. Aval, but the light that's beyond relevance to the worlds, meaning infinite godly light, it's too powerful to be clothed in a vessel and express itself in a particular way. Vuhu, and that is Bechinas Ert HaSoyvev Kolalmim, that's Soyvev, which we talked about. Why did we talk about it? Because we quoted the Alter Rebbe, Kadis Kafi, Sitrach, Yistalak, Yukutikuchu, Berichu, Bechulamim, when you subdue the Sitrach, when you have a desire to do something that you realize is not necessarily in line with the purpose of your creation and you overcome that desire, what do you do? You reveal an infinite godly light, not the light that powers the world, a light that's beyond powering the world. The level of light that exists in all the worlds equally. So that on Wednesday. That that level of light comes in a level of It surrounds and, and, and encompasses the worlds. Okay, but it's not that it's not here. It's here. Just can't see it. <coughs> Infinite reality is here. We've talked about that, right? the infinite amount of space in between two points in space, right? The infinite uh, uh, numbers in between two finite numbers. Okay, fine. Infinite reality is here. You just don't see it because what's revealed here is finite reality. Fine. Okay. Shabbat b'chines sevevu makif le'elam is had a mayor b'chole lamas b'shava. That's the level of light that, it, that illuminates in all of the worlds equally. Okay, last question before we start. What's a muscle for that in powers of your soul? Something that illuminates in all aspects of your being equally. What's a 
Will, exactly. Huh? Will is not clothed in any particular part of your body. It's too powerful a power of the soul. So it empowers everything you do equally. You, you, other than a few reflex actions, everything you do is based on the fact that you want to. You can't do something that you don't want to. You might not want to get out of bed. Okay, we talked about it. But you want to get out of bed more than you want to lose your job. So you get out of bed. That's will. Powers everything you do. Such thing as doing something you don't want to do. It doesn't exist. Okay. Okay. <coughs> <coughs>